So you all are welcome today on board in the name of Jesus. And uh, I must say I'm very grateful for you guys uh, to having me on board today for your Bible study. It's a privilege. And I don't take it for granted. Matter of fact, I take it very seriously. I want to say thank you to my brother, uh, turn my best friend, turn my favorite ministry partner. I want to say thank you for trusting me with your platform and having me on board here with your beautiful wife and kids that have become family to me. And also I want to say thank you and I want to welcome everyone here on board today. Um, not forgetting those that are listening by the way of my podcast also. So um, I'm trusting that the Lord is going to make this night a memorable one. It's going to be a quick word, not too much. It's the end of the year. I just want to share a little bit uh, on sixfold protection according to Psalms 91. Sixfold protection according to Psalms 91. It's very, very important that we understand some mysteries that pertain to protection as we step into the following year. Now, this is not a prophecy, but there are evidences on ground that shows that protection will be one of the armor that will be very useful in the body of Christ as we begin to press forward, as we cross the bed pain period, if you know what that means. And so as the year is pressing, it's very important that we tap into some mysteries that we ascend into an understanding that we know our life is secured in Zion. That while men are shaking, we are standing tall, not by assumption, but by revelation. And so I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to start the teaching tonight. Father, Lord, I thank you for this moment. Uh, let your name be glorified in our midst. Let your spirit move. Let your word come out precisely, concisely, and with so much power that is able to change our lives. Because the scepter shall never depart from Judah, and the lawgiver will remain under his feet until Shiloh comes, and unto him shall the gathering of the people be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Having said that, we're talking about sixfold protection according to Psalms 91. And the proof text, of course, is going to be in the book of Psalms 91. And I'm going to read from here. The Bible says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Verse 2. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in whom will I trust? Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy she and the buckler. Verse 5. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flyeth by day, nor the noisome pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor the destruction that wasteth at noonday. Verse 7. A thousand shall fall on thy sight, and ten thousand on thy right hand, but they shall not come near thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold the reward of the wicked. 
Now, this is a covenant of protection that was instituted. As a matter of fact, in the, in the Bible school that I attended, it was a whole course that was taught on covenant protection. And the, the book of Psalm 91 is a public display of how God wants your life to be protected and secure. He really wants that. He, 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 he's made a lot of provisions for that. And so the first point that we are going to consider tonight is the protection against terror by night. The protection against terror by night. What is, uh, what is, what is that supposed to mean? What does terror by night mean? You know, darkness is the enemy's favorite hour. Even Jesus refers to the devil as the master of darkness. And you know that every time men are asleep, that is when the enemy finds liberty to be at work. And the works of darkness are much more manifested in darkness. As a matter of fact, darkness is a vehicle for evil. Evil people love darkness because their deeds are not seen. Same thing Jesus said. Evil strive in darkness. And so when the Bible talks about having protection against the terror by night, God was telling you that the activities that are ordained to perpetrate evil against your life in darkness, I, God, I will make sure that you are secure and protected. If you see the book of Luke chapter 22, verse 53, the Bible says, Every day I was with you in the temple courts, and you did not lay hands on me. But this is your hour when darkness reigns. He said, I was with you every day. During the day you see me, we talk and you, we part ways. And now your hour has come. Now you want to manifest. <laughs> Jesus was just making us to understand that there are hours where darkness try to strive. And as sons of the spirit, we need to be very conscious of that. Knowing that while you are sleeping doesn't mean everybody else is sleeping. Knowing that while you lay to rest doesn't mean everything else on the planet is resting. When you sleep, you stand the chance of being protected. When you rise, you stand the chance of being in authority. It means people that intercede at night don't stand the chance of being protected. They stand the chance of being in authority. That is why when you begin to press into intercession, you will find delight in being a watchman at night. It's a reason for that. It's a reason for that. It's a reason why even Jesus, the Bible will really describe that he will pray all night. All night. And then he will be sleeping in the morning. Like you saw in the boat. But he will press in all night. There's a reason for that. When he pressed all night, all day become easy. As he presses all night, all his day becomes easy. The, 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 it is preferable 
to stop evil from happening than to stop the effect from happening. It is much more easier. In night, we pray to, to stop things from happening. In the day, we stop things that have happened from continuing. It's two different kinds of prayers. People that pray at night, they, they, they don't pray to... That's why they don't pray for stuff that they can even see. They pray to stop things that shouldn't even happen at all. That's why in the day they cannot encounter such things because they've suspended them at night. Suspended them at night. So people that pray at night stand a chance in the day of not seeing some certain things. And so that is why God covenanted us to be protected against the terror by night because he knew that there is a terror that thrives during the night against your life. And the second thing, it's the arrow by day. The arrow by day. Now what is the arrow by day? An arrow is something that pierces or wounds either spiritually, physically, or emotionally, or even mentally. I'll give you an example. For example, a wrong word is an arrow. Confrontations are arrow. Abuse is an arrow. Lies are arrow. So the enemy knows how to use arrow by day. That is why sometimes you go to work and you find a colleague start talking like one who is possessed and you don't understand why. Completely against you, ready to confront you. There is a reason for that. It's an arrow by day. And the Lord needs to protect his children from such kind of things. People have received words that have pushed them to commit suicide. That's an arrow. Everything that can pierce you in the spirit. People have received information that have stopped them from growing spiritually. That's an arrow. People have been abused physically to a point where they have Tangible physical impediment. That's an arrow. People are suffering through addiction that they can't have a mental stability. That's an arrow. That's an arrow. And as we begin to press forth in God, the Lord is promising us that we have protection against that. Every arrow fired against your spiritual life, it's been protected. It doesn't move forward anymore after this year. Against your mental health, against your physical self, there is protection for that. It's protection for that. And we all know that what, what you understand is what works for you in this kingdom. What you understand better. It's a, a lot of people still don't understand how arrow works. And that is why they can casualize things that they should take very seriously. These are very serious stuff. Uh, We know that a wise man said, hurt people, hurt people. People that have been hurt have a potential of hurting people. And and, and people that, that, that are 
that are sick has a potential of perpetrating that also in the society. And that is why we need to be healed to provide healing. You cannot afford to be heard because that is not who you are. We are light. And the reason why we are protected is so that we can be the healing of the nations. Amen? Luke chapter 6, verse 39, the Bible says, Then Jesus gave the following instruction, Can a blind person leave another woo, another one? Wouldn't they both fall in the ditch? The only reason why God ensures your protection as far as arrows, it's because he wants you to be whole so you can bring healing. God believes that if you have a good mental stability, then you are already in a position of authority to rebuke someone that is destabilized mentally. When, when you are spiritually sound and buoyant, you are already in a place of authority to rebuke a task that is corrupting someone else's spirituality. And so Jesus said, blind cannot lead the blind. We can't be suffering in our spiritual health and our mental health and then still at the same time want to help someone else. Jesus confirms that what happened in that kind of case is that you drag the other person into the pit where you're going. Arrow by day. Arrow by day. And the third thing that the psalm talked about is against the pestilence. Against the pestilence. What's the pestilence? Pestilence means a deadly and overwhelming disease that affects the entire community. It is very real now. If you had preached this three years ago, nobody would understand it. <laughs> now it is very real. And some people have enjoyed the benefit of this prayer, of this dimension of protection against pestilence. COVID is raining, but some people don't even feel it. Matter of fact, they only wear masks for official reasons. <laughs> But they are sound and safe. It's a protection that is, that is powered in the spirit. And now more than ever, we need it. A protection against pestilence. There is a disease that took 30% of the population of Europe at one point. I know you all are very learned guys. You know that. One disease. That's a pestilence. The children of Israel they had against God. One disease killed 70,000 people on the spot. They died the same way by the same thing. It's a pestilence. And we now see on the news this disease is mutating and mutating. <laughs> it's a pestilence. Now, when you understand this protection, you don't worry about the numbers you see on TV. You don't worry about that. Because protection against pestilence has been downloaded from heaven to you. Downloaded from heaven to you. COVID-19 and all his brothers and cousins and friends are all a pestilence. And it's a prophecy if you read the book of Matthew chapter 24. It's, it's all there. But hey, those that have the protection of the law have nothing to worry about this pestilence because God said it in Psalm 91. 
He said he will give us protection against, against pestilence. Amen. Let's look at uh, 2 Samuel chapter 24, verse 15. So the Lord sent a, a, a pestilence upon Israel from the morning even to the time appointed, and there died of the people from Dan even to Beersheba, 70,000 men. <laughs> Look at what one disease did in the Bible days. 70,000 men slain, and some were waxing stronger. <laughs> that is our story in the midst of all this pandemic. That is our story. Amen. And, and, and protection number four, it's, it's, it's against the destruction of the noonday. What is the destruction of the noonday? The destruction of the noonday is famine, starvation, bloody wars, earthquakes, tempests that smite people, cold, heat, natural disasters. All these things are destructions of the noonday. Children were, were, were sleeping the other day in the Mississippi area and some of them didn't wake up. I read a story and when things like that happen, you hear amazing kind of testimony. That is when you understand that some people are covenanted very highly. There was a church in the Mississippi area when that, when that, uh, that tsunami blew that you guys all are aware of. It crossed one church and blew up all the other building on the other part. <laughs> And this pastor, I, have, I know a friend because you know I preach a lot in that area, the Louisiana area. There. And the, I know a pastor that knows that pastor. And they've always been talking that that man is a very prayerful man. You see, people have tapped into some level of protection. That tsunami could not wipe his church. As a matter of fact, it became an advantage because everybody flooded his church now. <laughs> it's a protection that you can tap into that natural disasters bypass you. Eh? When you hear that one person survive plane crash, that's the kind of protection I'm talking about. You understand what I'm saying? When you hear that somebody survived plane crash, everybody die. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Those are noonday destructions. Noonday destructions. Those are natural disasters that you can you can help. You know, floods and stuff like that. We are now in a world where it has been prophesied that in these last days, those things will become our normal. So it's not something that you cannot decide that you want to live in a geographical location that is exempted from that. No, that's, this is not a time. Because everywhere in the world that you live, you might be exempted from some kinds, but not some other kinds. So what we need now is not, it's not a geographical exemption. It's a spiritual embargo over our lives to restrict that. That wherever you go, everything that happened, it should be minus you. <laughs> Amen. It's called, it's called the destruction of the Monday. These are, these are dimensions of protection I'm listening to you. That you, you may understand 
the provision that you have in the spirit and know what to tap into to secure your life as you step into a new year. And when you have soaked in these this, this, this revelations, you, you walk differently. Yeah. When, when it has become your reality, you soak it in. It has become your reality. We're not talking about assumption kind of thing. I cannot die, I cannot die. And then when, when, when they can't cry, boom, you are the first one to shout, Jesus! We're not talking about that. It has not become your reality. You are just vocalizing. And that is good. Speaking faith is good. <laughs> but, but when it grips your heart to a point where you hear some, some Matthias in the Bible days at gunpoint, they still speak the truth. It's a different thing. We all know people that have walked the surface of the earth. I mean, some of the old preachers that we know that bullet could not kill them. The rain bullet of Prophet Ezabuba in Nigeria, it was like, uh, it was like a knockout. Brrr, on his own, Akbada, and he was just like this. That's a different realm of protection. We need it now. We need it now. Amen. Destruction of the known day. The well is getting crazier and crazier. And things are happening on a daily basis. People, the other day we were here in Austin, even just that little cold that locked the whole of Austin. I don't know if it affected Dallas too, or maybe I think so. And the ice, the, the snow, and whatever it is that the cities will be, people died out of that. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable the thing that can kill some other people. And I didn't even lose light nor water. As a matter of fact, it was a retreat for me. Myself and my family were up, food in the free store. We were chilling. Chilling. Heater was on, steady, no shaking. But people were dying. And I didn't even lose water for one second, no light, even the blink where I was living. It was not a location. Even if it is, even if it was, it was God that sent me there at that time. But there were people in some places that died out of that little, they call it snowpocalypse. <laughs> uh, God needs to protect us. Eh? God needs to protect us as we begin to move forward. Coming this year, we all need to be in a position where we have an understanding as we move the street that we, we don't we don't shake too much. Because things will still keep being unfolding that you will not like to see them or hear them. You will hear news sometimes to blow your mind. But, but he that taps into this covenant of Psalm 91 and understanding all these dimensions, you will walk safe and sound. You and yours. Talking about the destruction and noon day. Matthew 24, verse 7, the Bible says, Nation shall rise against nation, a kingdom against a kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are beginning of bad pains. That's another whole teaching that one day when God gives us grief, we'll talk about bad pains. Because that's one thing that the Lord has put my eyes to see. Because a lot of people are waiting for the coming of Jesus Christ now. But when you read that scripture, it doesn't look like these, these signs are for Jesus to come. It's bed pains. When, when, when a woman is in bed pains, she's about to deliver. It's like labor. What, what, we, what is coming now before the coming of the Lord is a mighty awakening. Mighty awakening. 
It's the birth of a new thing. New, complete, that it has never happened before. And we can already see the cycle. Those people that see things, they can already see that, you no, know, the, 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 the frequency and the, and the, and the, and the, 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 the kernels that we are taking now, it's completely different. So all these things are bad things. A new thing is about to be born. A new thing is about to be born. And everything that we are doing now, sitting on this Bible study, hearing the word, is to align ourselves to at least be a partaker. Eh? Play, a, play your own part in whatever it is, with your talent, with God's grace on your life. Because a new thing will be born. Anointing will rain on people like crazy. People will do things for God that has never happened before. You will be talking about the dead reason and stuff like that. All those are, those are little, little realms. Uh, those are.